The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. I have gotten a chance to chat to Fred Cook, who is going to be on stage in the Laughter Lounge later this evening. Fred Cook, welcome to the show. Oh, Stephanie, great to, great to hear from you. The last time I met there, you were kicking my ass at the end of the year quiz. That was so, what it was. Uh, I was like, anything. I've definitely <laughs> been on something with Fred Cook before. <laughs> when? What year but was that? Before, it was this year, but the year before, uh, it might have been about June. So I've, every day now, I'm practicing all my knowledge safe knowledge now that hopefully I can beat you again now well you won't because I was basically on my own on that on, on that team I had no support from my my my, uh, my teammates but we won't mention who they were how, how are you how are you getting on how's the summer going for you how's married it's life it's great it's really lovely Julie's actually in Edinburgh right now oh uh, wow so, and uh, I'm going to go over uh, with her son now uh, this Sunday so but I don't, I'm going to do a few shows myself, but I'm more like an old pair for Julie. I'm just kind of working around her. How is yeah. uh, little Ted getting on without his mum? Do you know what? He's right behind me here in the car. And he, we had a four-hour journey from Kerry to Dublin here. And he's been a saint. He's been an absolute saint. Uh, I think uh, Eleanor Tiernan said he might have a, the spirit of a poet in him because he just likes quietly observing everything around him. So, so far, so good. We got him on a good day. What what happens then when you when you're when you're gigging? Like, do you just hand them to one of the audience and go for gold? Or <laughs> I don't want to say put him up in front. He's heard all these jokes before. Yeah, he's uh, just like yawning. <laughs> he's putting up. I have a two year old put his eyes up to heaven. God, what was something new, Dad? And uh, we'll say, oh no, what well, we do? It's funny because Julie and I we did a show together, and uh, because we've got a song, we actually call the show "Getting Out for the Night." Because that's what, that's what it's like for us. You know what I mean? It's like it's getting out and uh, it's fun. It's always been fun comedy for me as well. And it's always given me incredible freedom. So uh, but I appreciate that freedom more than ever now. And, uh, but there's been moments with Ted. Like I know when Julie, she, we were both gigging at the Patrick's Day Festival, but she was on the 17th and I was on the 18th in Kilmainham. But because we're living in Kerry, uh, I, I got Ted ready and I went to Kerry Airport and then I met Julie coming in on, on the same plane and handed Ted over and then I got the plane to go to Dublin. So that's how organised we have to be. Crazy, like. That is, that's some precision, isn't it? Poor Ted yeah, getting absolutely. handed over from one to the other. And like, apart from... Going on his holidays. Apart yeah. from the scheduling, has the actual content of your comedy changed at all since you became a dad? Oh, definitely. It's actually, I've got more mature in stand-up, but, but just as funny, thank God. <laughs> you know, like... Uh, what does maturity uh, in stand-up look like? Oh, uh, well, I guess it's... Uh, you might hear him now for a sec. You hear this lad, and uh, but uh, I guess uh, in ways uh, it's just uh, you know, I've never I've never had to be responsible to anyone uh, until my son was born, and even in even in stand up, you know, uh, even my sleeping time. I went full time in two thousand and eight, and until that, that that moment until Ted was born, I hibernated. I just slept all the time. I ate like that idea about being able to go into a room hungover and isolate for twelve hours is gone. You know what I mean? Like so with that. You know what I mean? There's a, there's a bit more scent, but you know what I mean? There's still a lot of clownery in my stand-up. Was it a, like, was the transition, did you, did you miss the being able to just close the curtains and hibernate? Or was it sort of, like, God, I never knew this was the thing I was missing? I did a bit. I definitely did a bit. Uh, like, there's no denying it. Uh, you know, but but, but overall, uh, like, I'm, I'm much happier. Like, the idea now of, you know, I'd, I've been doing a few comedy festivals and, uh, like, there's always an after party and they go on till six in the morning. And then like, Julie's very understandable and she gives me a lot of leeway. And like Thursday night, I was out till five in the morning. But then like the next the next night, I just had to walk away from the pub. <laughs> I can't do this. Right, okay. I can't do it. Do you know, so it's, uh, it's 
So, but it's uh, but the, as far as the gigging, like as far as the gigging's concerned, being on the road, like I I always have a bit of guilt when I leave my son, you know, for a few days. But when I'm on the road, it's not as bad when I'm gigging, when I'm doing shows, because I guess you know I'm kind of I feel like I'm supporting uh, my family uh, to a certain extent. So the guilt's not as bad. Because there's some to have stand up for those reasons, like getting something in return for it, and uh, yeah. obviously stand up wasn't it wasn't really a thing during the pandemic when Ted was born. So did you have a lot of time to sort of like bed in together as a family, or was that actually really stressful? It was. We were so fortunate. Like we found out we were having Ted in February, and lockdown started in March. So the whole experience of lockdown and even the, the release of it, you know, and even the release of COVID, is it's just about really about, uh, about uh, for me with Ted. Well, in lockdown, it was amazing because uh, it was just really the three of us uh, up a mountain in Kerry. And uh, I, I felt like Ted, he, in his eyes, we looked like the cast of Friends because we were always in the house, but we never had jobs. <laughs> like that. We, were just, we were just always walking around doing stuff. And then sometimes I think nowadays, uh, because because we have to be so organized when Julie's gigging and, and I'm gigging that, uh, sometimes he must feel we're separated. Because often, you know, we've handed them over in a roundabout off Limerick or something like that. So yeah. like just, like, the transfer at Bama, Barack Obama Plaza. Oh, well, we've done Barack Obama a few, a few times. Yeah, he knows it well now at this stage. <laughs> he's going to think that he's some sort of like DHL parcel. Um, <laughs> what's the story with Kerry? What what brought you there? How are you finding it? Oh, it's uh, it's lovely. Thank God for the internet on my car. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as Judy was saying, because I grew up in Meath and she kind of grew up in Kerry and life is all, relationships are all about compromise. So that's why we're living in Kerry. <laughs> but that's not a compromise at all. No. I like her style. I absolutely, I absolutely like her style. And before you had Ted, you were adjusting to, to being married. Was that, was that something that you always envisioned for yourself or did it kind of come out of the blue? Not really. Not really. I used to take pride in my 30s about, uh, uh, you know, like, not, not I would say I take pride, but I often felt uh, I was never envious of my friends who were married or had children in my 20s and 30s. And uh, and then, but then, you know, when I met Julie, uh, I just kind of felt, yeah, I could easily, I could marry this girl in the next hour, you know. In so, the next uh, hour? Yeah, yeah. Oh, fair it is. Like, you know, like, <laughs> so you really went with the first impressions, like, yeah, but it's but still after, going. Obviously, I save up for a wedding. <laughs> yes, a wedding and a ring and, and, and just not to be a weirdo, like, propose after an hour, you know. <laughs> it's just basic <laughs> common courtesy. <laughs> And uh, tell us uh, who else is going to be gigging tonight and, and, and what's on. Oh, we have, uh, we have the wonderful Jarlath Regan. He's actually a good college friend. I've knew Jarlath for the last 20 years. From the Irishman Abroad, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And Carl Spain as well. Carl's such a wonderful slagger. I mean, the stuff that he's... Carl slags me and it is, it is mean, but it's allowed to be mean because it's so fun. He introduced me one night as, you know, there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of amazing uh, successes in Irish comedy like Father Ted. But it's also been the opposite. Ladies and gentlemen, Ted's father. <laughs> <laughs> this is what he'll do, you know. Or, uh, oh, God, he's fantastic. So, you know, I kind of look forward to that. And uh, another guy, Richie Bree, as well, who, who's new and brilliant. That's the nice thing about the Laugh Lounge as well. It's, it, it, it's always promoting new acts. And uh, it's fantastic. It's a fantastic caliber tonight. I so, can't wait. I actually can't wait. Because a lot of people who are on social media over the last three years like, they're brilliant on social media. And I wasn't. I, I was okay on social media. But uh, but uh, the thing is, now that I'm back gigging, I kind of feel like it's an even playing field again. I can get back to being good at what I'm good at. Yeah. The life of that. So you're in the Laughter Lounge this evening. And I don't know if there's still tickets, but if there isn't, where can people find you on social? Where can people follow you? Oh, you, can get, you 
get me on uh, fredcockcomedian.com. A website? So, uh, Very fancy. Yeah, I'm on my own website. I'm doing well. <laughs> God, this guy has notions down west, Gary. <laughs> I'm doing a gig in Ballycotton, so you won't have too far to travel in October. I'm doing my own show at the Ballycotton Comedy Festival. Oh, Ballycotton. Isn't that where Ballymaloo is? You're very close. Get yourself some relish and uh, <laughs> go and see the gig. Fred Cook, the very best of luck tonight and uh, love to Ted and Julie. Oh, Stephanie, always a pleasure. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.